Francisco. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Depending on your provider, or visit SFGov TV. And again, I want to thank SFGov TV for their ongoing support. So, Madam Secretary, would you call the roll, please? Sure. And uh, prior to taking roll, I'd like to note that Directors Tumlin and El Tawansi and their alternates are absent due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, and uh, Vice Chair Mandelman is expected. With that, Director Forbes? Here. Forbes present. Director John Baptiste? Present. John Baptiste present. Director Lipkin? Present. Lipkin present. Director Shaw? Here. Shaw present. And Chair G? Present. Chair G present as well. Um, Director, do you have a quorum? Sounds good. Let's keep moving. All right. Go ahead and call your next item. Item three is communications, directors. Um, at this time, we'd like to note that the process uh, for members of the public to make public comment um, uh, is noted uh, on the agenda. Members of the public may comment uh, on the meeting during public comment periods, um, in person or remotely. In person, public comment will be taken first. Uh, remote public comment will be taken after. The public comment call-in line is printed on the agenda, and dialing instructions should be scrolling at the bottom of the screen on SFGov TV. I am um, not aware of any other communications. Seeing none, Please. I'll go ahead and call your next item. Item four, directors, is uh, Board of Directors new and or old business, and I'm not aware of any. Nope. All right. Uh, moving on to your next item. Item five is the executive director's report. Yeah. Good morning, directors. Nice to see you all in person again for our second in-person meeting uh, right just before the holidays. Uh, some updates for you. Uh, at the staff level, our CAC vice chair, Bilal Aftab, won election to the Saratoga City Council last month, and as a result of his new duties, has resigned from the CAC. His term uh, ends in January as it is, so we'll be recruiting this new open seat along with two other open seats uh, during our annual CAC recruitment starting in January. And we'll be reaching out to all of our transit partners to get word out in addition to other stakeholders and the greater public to fill those seats. Um, I also want to congratulate our own Ed Sum. Um, I see Ed here. There's Ed back in the back, um, who beat out a talented pool to become TJPA's next chief engineer. So Ed will coordinate all tenant improvements within the center, ensure that neighboring private developments are compatible with the program, and oversee the daily operations and maintenance of this massive facility from an engineering perspective. Ed has already begun his move to the west end of the building, where he'll be working closely with RE, our facility director, and Rodney, our chief security officer. Congratulations, Ed. At our next meeting, we expect to announce a new project controls manager for the DTX program, as well as bring to you consideration of a new chief financial officer appointment. These are critical positions to fill as we operate our world-class multimodal center and continue to engage with the FTA to deliver the DTX project. So uh, some good news there. At the Transit Center, uh, you'll hear from our Facilities Operations uh, Director, Ari Walsh, that we continue to see a positive increase in risers, riders and visitors to the center and park, um, and continue to enjoy strong attendance at our regular yoga, fitness, and toddler classes, as well as our, our popular events, including Bollywood Dance and Journey to the West. We're excited to celebrate the holiday season tomorrow evening um, with many of you through our annual holiday lighting event, uh, which will take place in our park's main plaza starting at 5 p.m. with live music, um, free hot cocoa, and crafts. Um, and the speaking program will begin at 6, and we look forward to welcoming the entire community there for some festive holiday fun. While in the main plaza, I hope you can take a minute to admire the two new container units that have been installed there as the storefront for local Bernal Heights Brewery Bear Bottle. Uh, this will be Bear Bottle's second San Francisco location in our park, and they'll be operating a pop-up during the holiday lighting uh, prior to opening for regular service later this month. 
Our annual Winterfest events will also occur next weekend, December 16th to the 18th, and we invite everyone to come and enjoy the live music, crafts, and festive activities, along with the holiday lighting illuminating the entire park. As for the DTX, we continue to advance the project and look forward to bringing you more details in our January and February meetings prior to requesting entry into the FTA's engineering phase of the capital investment grant program in February. Our capital funding plan is coming into focus, and I am pleased to report that voter approval of the city's sales tax reauthorization, Proposition Ale, Proposition L, Ale, Bear Bottle on the Brain, <laughs> chaired, chaired by Vice Chair Mandelman, uh, commits $300 million for DTX, which helps to ensure we meet the local match we need with, for the FTA this February. We also received confirmation that the Community Facilities District Bonds, approved by the San Francisco Board of Supervisors last month, will provide over $43 million for the DTX project. At the state level, uh, the state just released their guidelines for cap and trade program funding through the Transit and Inner City Rail Capital Program, and we anticipate applying in February with the MTC's endorsement from their major projects advancement policy. We continue to apply for competitive federal funds and recently submitted a $29 million grant, actually nearly 60 in total, but half of that is with matching funds of our own for the Federal Rail Administration's Consolidated Rail Infrastructure Safety Investments Program, or CRISI, and expect to hear word on our $900 million mega funding request sometime in the coming month. We're also working with our partners along the Caltrain corridor to submit a joint application to a third federal funding opportunity, the Federal State Partnership for Inner City Passenger Rail Grant, which just released its notice of funding opportunity uh, this week with applications due by March 7th of next year. With recently announced changes in Congress on the federal level, I wanted to take a moment to recognize uh, the support of Speaker Pelosi, who's been a stalwart champion of the Transbay program in delivering the center and advancing the DTX. Uh, while she's stepping away as Speaker, she's remaining in Congress, and we owe a debt to her entire team for their continued advocacy of the program. Finally, last month, we hosted rail transit operators as they visited the Bay Area for the first ever summit of the Commuter Rail Coalition, which was co-hosted by Caltrain. It was a great opportunity to show them our multimodal facility and highlight the most important mile in the California high-speed rail system. I asked them for a corollary um, of the, what they had seen in their jurisdictions, and they, uh, there was a long, deafening silence as they couldn't come up with anything that was quite like our program. So, directors, this concludes my portion of the report. Our quarterly financial report is in your packet, um, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have on this report before we ask Ari to deliver our facilities operations update. Thank you. Directors, any questions for our executive director? Thank you very much. ready to roll. You can go ahead and move the mic. That'd probably help. Uh, good morning, Chair G and Directors. I'm Ari Walsh, the TJPA Facility Director, and it's my pleasure to be here presenting the Facility Operations Update for the month of December. Jumping to our first slide to show off some of our popular programming. Uh, in the month of November, we had an amazing performance by the Helen Dance Academy called Journey to the West, which Director Vandewater had mentioned. This performance reflected on the experiences of Asian Americans migrating to the West and took place on November 13th and drew more than 150 attendees. Uh, additional uh, 
popular programs are Yoga in the Park, as we can see here on the left, uh, which took place in our beautiful amphitheater. And on the right, uh, with this amazing backdrop, we had Mucho Mamba Salsa Night. Try not to say that too fast. And we had over 90 participants for that uh, event and is ongoing. Uh, some other great programs include, as Director Vandewater had also mentioned, is Bollywood Dance, which is a choreographed exercise dance routine. Uh, very cool videos of that online. And that had 53% uh, participants on November 19th. And then last but certainly not least, we featured a raw dance show on November 20th, uh, which had the uh, third show and final one uh, called Step Song Story, which garnered over 345 participants. Um, from this chart, you can see that our attendance dropped a little bit during the month of November, which is most likely a result of the holidays and some poorer weather that we saw. However, the trend line is still going up and we have some amazing events occurring this month, which should help increase foot traffic around the center. Speaking of holiday festivities, uh, we have our park lighting event on December the 9th, and we're just now finalizing all the details on that. And I must say it is looking very, very good. And we've uh, got Winterfest the following weekend uh, from the 16th to the 18th, where we'll see some amazing performances from Brass Mafia, Hella Fitzgerald, and we'll of course have face painting and wreath making. Wreath making is a, a hot event, so I encourage you to sign up online. I should also mention that there's gonna be some free hot cocoa given away, so uh, make sure you get there early. <laughs> Um, next, moving on to some improvements around the Salesforce Transit Center. Uh, proud and happy to announce we've got our clipper card machines up on the bus deck near bays 17 and 28. Perfect. Use them myself and they work quite well. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, as for transit ridership, uh, I want to just call some attention to some of the graphs we've got here. Uh, in the middle with the red, you can see where we're at for 2022. And at the top, just for reference, you can see where we were back in 2019. Uh, similar to last month, we're still around 55% of what we would call normal or at our pre-pandemic levels. And um, one other piece of data and um, I should give a, a good shout out to the SFMTA data team. They are very responsive and extremely helpful analyzing the data. And uh, together we noticed a slight dip um, prior to Thanksgiving, which may indicate an earlier dip than usual, but keeping an eye on that to draw some more conclusions in January. For ridership specifically at the transit center, I uh, added this graphic here because I thought it was very helpful to show the different stops that were included. Um, but we are on par with the rest of the city, which is an important metric to take note of. Um, and what we're showing is, again, similar to the rest of the city, a slight drop or what may be considered a leveling in ridership. With regards to AC Transit, um, again, they've got a slight leveling. It looks like around 2,500 riders uh, during the month of November. And just for relativity, um, ridership was around the 15 to 16,000 mark 
in the pre-pandemic era. For Westcat, similar story. Their uh, ridership dropped from October, which they were giving away free rides, which was fantastic, but their uh, ridership dropped back down to around 12,000. Some retail leasing updates. Uh, opening soon, and I know we've seen these four for quite a while. I am very excited to get these opened up, um, but we did recently experience a few uh, scheduling issues and other work issues with getting these restaurants open this month. Uh, we expect the work for most of them to final up over the next week to two weeks, and then we've got the holidays towards the end of the calendar year. So realistically, we're looking at an early to mid-January opening for the four um, establishments we see here on the left. And we'll be going into those in a little bit more detail shortly. On the right, uh, we've got these uh, four great establishments uh, opening in 2023, and I hope to be adding more to that list in the coming months. For Bear Bottle, which we're all very excited for, uh, the fence actually came down yesterday. And uh, in this picture here, we're um, showing some work to the life safety system. And as you can see, it's almost done, just buttoning up those last punch list items. For Charlie's Philly Cheesesteaks, they are also moving um, ahead nicely. You'll notice they have their menu up. I have to try not to look at it so I don't get hungry. Um, and they're also in the same boat, just wrapping up some kitchen exhaust items and should be done in the next week or two with opening in early January. For Per Diem, they're working on uh, some very important items like adding books to their library. I hope to do no reading in there. Uh, but they have great food and drinks that they'll be uh, kicking off some services uh, later this month and in January. For Tycoon Kitchen, it's a very similar story to Charlie's Philly Steaks, uh, just wrapping up some kitchen exhaust work. And that concludes my presentation. Happy to answer any questions. All right, thank you very much for your presentation. Directors, any questions? <clears throat> Look forward to seeing you at all the events. And Director Shaw, I guess we have disco dancing and right. salsa dancing choices now. So <laughs> yeah. <forward to. laughs> Love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Any public comment on any of the um, presentations? It does appear that we have a member of the public uh, remotely wanting to provide public comment, just checking in the room first. Not seeing any members in the room wishing to provide public comment. Moderator, can you go ahead and let the caller on the line through? Hi, Hello, good caller. morning, uh, Director. This is... Uh, Brian San Jose. Uh, I just want to bring to your attention that there were some uh, audio issues earlier in the meeting, and uh, Mr. Uh, Vander Walters' um, report was barely <clears throat> audible. So um, I'm wondering if it would be possible moving forward for the uh, TJPA to follow the uh, leadership of the SSCTA and the uh, Caltrain Board and post the um, executive uh, director's report um, uh, on the website. Thank you. Thank you, caller. I believe that concludes members of the public online that wish to provide comment under that item. Go ahead and call your next item. Please. All right, item six is the Citizens Advisory Committee update, and directors, we have 
Brian Larkin, the CAC chair, uh, to address you on this item. Good morning, committee members. I'm Brian Larkin, chair of the TJPACAC, and today I'm reporting on the CAC meeting of this past Tuesday, December 6th. Our agenda included a staff report, updates on the DTX rebranding plan, facility operations, and downtown rail extension work plan schedule. Lily Madras Wu provided the staff's report on their activities since our November meeting. There were several committee com questions about the status of funding applications, especially about the effect of the court case on the $325 million in RM3 funds that are committed to DTX. The staff gave us an update on the downtown rail extension project rebranding plan, which I believe you heard about at your September meeting. Anthony Nacor of our committee liked the logo, but wondered if the colors can vary for different scenarios. They can be. Um, Robert R.E. Walsh, also known as R.E. Walsh, gave the facility update, which I think you just heard. CAC members were concerned about damage to one of the elevators during the Thanksgiving holiday and that the new clipper card machines on the rooftop level don't accept cash, just credit cards. But I think they're going to look into that. Um, Alfonso Rodriguez gave the DTX work plan schedule update, which focused on the activities planned between February and August, preparing the application for the FFGA, the full, full funding grant agreement. In answer to a CAC question on what happens if the application is not accepted, TJPA in that case would have to reapply in 2024. We voted unanimously to accept the minutes of the November CAC meeting. So those of you who were concerned about the reliability and validity of those minutes, rest easy. I wish you all a happy holiday season. I won't be here in February, but God willing, we'll be back. Pardon me, I won't be here in January, but God willing, and the crick don't rise, I will be here in February for your meeting then. Any questions? I would try to answer them. Brian, thank you very much for your presentation. The best of the holiday season to you and the CAC. Directors, any questions? Okay. See you all next year. Thank Enjoy you. the holiday season. Bye. Any public comment? All right. Uh, it does not appear that uh, any members of the public wish to comment on this item. Well, um, are there any members in the room? Seeing none, there does appear to be a member that has just raised their hand online. The moderator, if you can please put the caller through. Hi, this is Jim Patrick. Uh, it seems to me, in reflection on the CAC report and public comment, that the security people should have the capability to extract a person from an elevator, and they should have that knowledge and be able to do that rather than calling the fire department and causing hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage and lots of downtime. Uh, I think that's uh, a problem, and I would suggest they're properly instructed, and uh, the elevator people never like that, but they should have that uh, ability. Thank you. Thank you, caller. That concludes members of the public that wish to address you under that item. Thank you. Well, the next item. All right. Um, item seven, directors, is public comment and opportunity for members of the public to address the authority on matters that are not on today's calendar. We'll go ahead and take a moment to 
poll the room to see if there are members of the public that wish to comment on the item, which there are not, and taking a look online, ensuring that there are no members of the public that wish to comment uh, on the uh, item, and giving a little cushion as there may be a slight delay <laughs> uh, to ensure that we uh, hear all members of the public. Okay. Confirming there are no members of the public online that wish to address you on this item. Can you go ahead and move? Let's continue then. All right. Moving on, directors, your next item is the consent calendar, where all matters listed are considered to be routine and will be acted upon by a single vote. There will be no separate discussion of the items unless a member of the board or the public so requests, in which event uh, the matter would be removed from the consent calendar and considered separately. Your items, uh, let me go ahead and note that uh, no members of the board or the public have uh, indicated uh, that they wish to have any items considered separately. There is an opportunity for uh, the public to speak up now, checking the room as well as online. And seeing none, I'll go ahead and call your items. Please. Item 8.1 is approving the minutes of the November, November 10th, 2022 meeting. Item 8.2 is approving the continued use of teleconferencing technologies for COVID-related health reasons for meetings of the legislative bodies of the TJPA pursuant to, to the provisions of AB 361. Item 8.3 is authorizing the executive director to execute a second amendment to the lease with Pokey House for commercial retail space in Suite 127 on the first floor of the Transit Center, consistent with the previously adopted commercial uh, retail Leasing strategy to address COVID-19 impacts to tenancies. Item 8.4 is authorizing the executive director to execute a fourth amendment to the lease agreement with Transbay Fitness for commercial retail space in suites 208 and 212 on the second floor of the Transit Center, consistent with the previously adopted retail commercial leasing strategy to address COVID-19 impacts to tenancies. And item 8.5 is authorizing the executive director to execute a first amendment to the lease agreement with Bear Bottle for an additional tenant improvement allowance of 117,185 for commercial retail space number P02 in TJPA's Salesforce Park. That Thank is you, your Madam Secretary. Calendar. Directors, item for action. Is there a motion and a second? I make a motion to approve. Thank you, Director Forbes. Is there a second? I'll second. Thank you, Vice Chair Mandelman, Madam Secretary. Thank you. With a first and a second, uh, Director Forbes? Aye. Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste? Aye. John Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin? Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw? Aye. Shaw, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman, aye. And Chair G? Yes. G, aye as well. That's uh, six ayes, and the consent calendar is approved. Thank you. Move on. Move on to our regular calendar. All right. Moving into your regular calendar, directors. Item nine is a presentation of the audited financial report for the fiscal year ended June 30th, 2022. And Calman Huey, TJPA accounting director, will introduce the item and our auditors. All right. Um, good morning, directors. Um, my name is Calman Huey. I'm the accounting director. Um, today we are presenting our fiscal year 21-22 financial statement and I'm happy to report that um, we complete our annual audit with unmodified opinion, which also refer as a clean audit, with no uh, control deficiency, no finding, no material adjustment or, um, or misstatement. Um, the team did a good job this year uh, to complete the audit on time, on schedule, um, with a lot of turns over during the years and also implementation of new Gatsby accounting standard. 
Um, I would like to take the time to appreciate uh, the team, including uh, Oscar, Anna, um, Carol, and especially Davina, our senior accountant here today as well, um, who helped prepare a lot of audit schedule um, and also uh, coordinate with our external auditor, external consultant to complete the audit on top of all her regular um, daily duties. Um, and of course, I also want to thank our auditors here. Um, from Mason Associate, um, David, Whitney, and their team. Um, they probably one of the best team that I work with you know, so far. Uh, they have great accounting knowledge. Um, they have high attention to details. Um, they being flexible to us and also provide a lot of useful guidance during our implementation of the Gatsby Standard 87. Um, all these, they are very important to us and help us make a successful audit this year. Um, and with that, I would like to introduce um, David from uh, Mace and Associates to talk about our audio results. Thank you. Good morning, Churchy and members of the board. Uh, my name is David Alvey. I'm the CPA and audit partner of Mays and Associates, and we are Transbay JPA's uh, independent external auditor. And my job every year is to come in and audit the financial statements to ensure that the report that you have in front of you, in my firm's opinion, is free from material misstatement due to fraud or error. And um, it really boils down to page one of this report, and that's my audit opinion. And I'm pleased to say, as Calvin said, it is a clean or unmodified audit opinion, and we have uh, no, no issues with that. We do have a change in accounting practices uh, paragraph in that opinion, and that has to do with the implementation of Government Accounting Standards Board Statement 87, having to do with how you account for lease transactions. So now you'll see this lease uh, receivable on the book offset by a deferred inflow. Um, and that's across the board. Everyone has to uh, initiate that new pronouncement. The second document you have or that we issue is our, manage, our Memorandum on Internal Controls, also known as a management letter. And this is my firm's communication to this board of things that we found during the audit. And they can be categorized in three ways. The first is a material, misstatement, or material weakness. So something can flow through the internal controls and not get caught. We have none of those. The second is a significant deficiency. That's something significant can flow through the internal controls and cause a material misstatement and not get caught. We have none of those. And the last is a catch-all, other matters, just things that we want to bring to your attention that don't fall into those first two categories. And the only thing we have to report is just other um, government accounting standard pronouncements that are coming down the pipeline in the years coming, just so you can start preparing for those as they come near. The second half of this report is the required communication. So we have to tell you that we had no disagreements with management. We don't think management was trying to withhold any information from us during our audit or limit our scope. Um, we have no issues with management's assessment of accounting practices, so like depreciation, fair market value of assets, any kind of uh, assumptions for your pension or other post-employments. We have no issues with management's assumptions for that. And um, with that, I'd just like to thank uh, Nilla and Kalman and Davina for all their help. I mean, this is, it kind of breaks down to one document, but it's uh, the whole year's worth of work for your team, and you guys have a great finance group working to get this done on time, um, despite the, the hiccups of the new GASB and those, those challenges. And with that, I'd like to open up to any questions you might have. Well, thank you very much for your presentation, and thank you, and congratulations to the entire team, because this is a lot of work, and my criticism about Gatsby has just been too busy. <laughs> Made a pronouncement. <laughs> but anyway, directors, any questions? 
not a not a question, Sergi, but just a congratulations to the team. I know just both how important a clean audit statement is, and also how difficult it is to achieve. So really appreciate the effort and congratulate you on the work. Thank you, Director John Baptiste. Other directors. Okay, I think do we need to make a motion to accept the. I it think is this just is a presentation. <clears throat> very good. Well, thank you again for, for everything and all the hard work. Appreciate it. <coughs> Look forward to seeing you next year at about this time. <laughs> Please. Continue. All right. Yeah, I'm going to check and see. I don't see any members in the room that wish to provide public comment, and it does not appear that there are any members online that wish to provide public comment either. So we'll go ahead and move into your next item. Uh, director's item 10 is a approving a resolution of appreciation and adopting a resolution appointing Dennis Church on senior construction manager for phase one of the Transbay program as a retired annuitant to fill the critically needed position related to phase one construction closeout and improve amendments to the TJPA pay schedule for all employees to align with the recent cost of living adjustment. And directors Adam Vandewater. Directors were uh, excited for Dennis, but sad to see uh, this moment finally arrive, because uh, under Dennis's leadership, the TJPA has delivered the Salesforce Transit Center, um, as we know the modern regional transportation hub that it is, um, and one of the most important pieces of infrastructure uh, to be delivered in the San Francisco Bay Area in a generation. Uh, was delivered in the, in the uh, heart of a new transit-friendly neighborhood that has brought 13,000 new residents and close to 4,000 housing units with 35% affordable, so it's really stimulated the entire growth of that uh, vicinity. We've greatly benefited from uh, Dennis's thoughtful leadership, knowledge, depth of experience, and integrity. He brings a breadth of institutional knowledge about the center, has spent nine years at the Trans uh, Transbay Joint Powers Authority and over 35 years in construction management and will be greatly missed. He's been leading tours over the last several years to provide our partners and stakeholders with important details about the history, planning, design, and construction of this multimodal four-block facility. I've been the beneficiary of a few of those tours and have done everything in my power to extract as much information as I can because I've yet to see any subject matter expert on a tour stump him with a question. He can tell you how many cubic yards of concrete went in by phase, by wall, by you know day of the week. Um, and we're really uh, excited for Dennis in his next chapter. Um, we were, we'll be retaining Dennis as a retired annuitant to see through the closeout of the phase one litigation. Um, and so we will see some of Dennis, but not nearly as much as, as we have. So uh, Dennis, would you like to say a few words as a kind of capstone to your career here? <laughs> I didn't come prepared at all. <laughs> um, Honestly, it's, a, it's been about 100 times, I think, of this, I've been at this podium, and um, this one's really different. <laughs> and um, when you look at over a, you know, a career of almost 35 years, you know, it's amazing what you look back on. In some ways, it goes very fast, but when you start reflecting, you realize that the, time, the clock slows down when you start looking at certain milestones and certain issues that happen. I'll never forget the first project I had in California. I started in, in San Diego uh, with Caltrans, and my very first project was out in Ocotillo Wells, which is east of San Diego, way out in the desert. And I'll never forget, I was the, a nighttime inspector, only guy out there in the middle of the freeway, and this pack of coyotes came after me. <laughs> and I was like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> uh, but... Um, but then, you know, many other things such as, you know, um, moving up to Big Bear Lake and dealing with the 300 businesses as we widened the boulevard in that San Bernardino mountain town was quite a 
a prediction or a, a training grounds for really what I've had to do many times, especially here in the East Cut, you know, South of Market area, all those businesses and making sure that they all worked seamlessly and working with the public was always very, very important to me. It was instilled very early in my career and I carried it all the way through um, to the point where even one of the most important conversations I think I ever had on the project was in Oakland where on 880 I was doing a, a fruit fail retrofit and there was a person living under the bridge uh, that I went up to talk to. And I debated seismic analysis with this guy for a couple nights. He was so intelligent and you never, so that's why you never can judge who's ever out there because you never know what kind of conversation and who they are. Uh, so that taught me a lot of things. But I'm really most proud of my projects the last 20 years here in the city. Uh, West Approach, West Band Retrofit, you know, the South-South Detour, all that Bay Bridge work, and my introduction to Board of Supervisor presentations here in the city. Because <laughs> uh, we, we closed the Bay Bridge multiple times, if any of you remember, on Labor Day. You know, that was my projects that were doing that. Uh, got to truly rip the Band-Aid off quickly. Uh, and then I, uh, the Doyle Drive, which was probably the most enjoyable weekend was when it was still Doyle Drive and we demolished Doyle Drive in one weekend uh, was the kid and all of us came out and it was the only time in my, I think in my career that that the construction became an, a, a, a spectator sport because there were thousands of people in the Presidio watching us uh, knock down and cheering every time one went down. Uh, and I just recently went back to the tunnel tops and I it's so beautiful. Uh, what has it transformed to what I started with on the on the Doyle Drive project, and I highly recommend anyone with little kids, especially all the new all the TJPA folks here that have little kids, take them to the tunnel tops because it's so beautiful. But here at the at the transit center, so many things. There's so many memories. All the high points, uh, of course, are the uh, the milestones, the the corner pour, the uh, uh, all the way to the uh, the unveiling of the awning, uh, to the the first piece of steel above the uh, above ground uh, that event, and of course our grand opening uh, is uh, memorable. But I, and to this day, when I look around, and especially on the grand escalator, and you look back at the grand hall, nothing is more beautiful uh, than that that scenery. And then one of the other things I really enjoy is I wrap up here is that um, I love walking around the park and, and watching people take pictures in awe. And to this day, now it's been open for a while, you know, to just really the, the newness still of people when they visit is, is just inspiring. You know, to that's, and seeing kids play on the playground. There was like 30 kids playing on the playground last week when I walked by. And it was like, that's why we did all this, all this hard work is for the, the public that are enjoying the Transit Center today. I really do want to thank the board uh, for all the years that I've been here and all the times I've been at this podium for all your uh, inspiration and guidance and uh, gentle nudging in, in certain ways. Uh, I know um, recently there hasn't been a lot of progress, you know, kind of elements, more challenging kind of uh, items, especially the, the newer board members that I've, that I've presented. Uh, but um, I want to thank you very much for all that. Thank the, all the TJPA staff. Adam, uh, your energy and your excitement, I love it. And Ron, your, I, your sane and calmness, I, you know, it was 
unbelievable how things changed when Ron came and, and uh, assisted. Right around the time of our topping off ceremony, uh, late 2015, early 2016, I think it was January 8th, 2016 was our topping off ceremony. Uh, I'm in deposition, deposition practice, you know, <laughs> you know all this stuff. And I want to enjoy all the TJPA staff, new and old, thank you so much. You know, I know I, I push, I'm always in that mode because uh, I'm dedicated to what I do. And in Ed, I wish him all the luck, you know, all that transfer of energy and power and, and institutional knowledge that he has, you know, it's a different world that he'll have than I have, you know, so it's not a continuation, it's different. And I really want to publicly thank Neela uh, from day one. He actually, it was pre-day one uh, that Neela has always been the best support and guidance and counselor and den mother and all the other things <laughs> that, that we refer to that uh, she is truly the, the hardest working public servant I have ever met in my 35 years working as a public servant myself. So anyways, I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to sort of talk a little bit about this. I can't wait, 24 days left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really look forward to working um, some of the, you know, really working with animals and all the other lifelong dreams that I have been putting on hold. And ultimately want to thank my wife for putting up with all the long, weird hours that a construction manager does and especially my daughter, because she truly appreciates all my projects, which is, as a dad or a parent, you know, you always point out things, you know, that you've worked on, and she knows all that, and she, you know, she really is, you know, the, the energy and the star in my life. So anyways, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Dennis, thank you. Don't go away yet, so. Yeah, no, 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 no. They <laughs> want to say a few words. Uh, directors, would you like, anyone like to say? Yeah, I would. I can start. That was such an inspiring set of comments. Thank you for making those all those reflections about your career and the span of your career and all the things that really mattered over time in terms of delivering and delivering with people here in the organization and really calling out folks that made a difference to culture and to your experience here. And I just want to thank you for all of the time and effort that you put in to see so many successes and also the tenacity you've had in between the long times when we're not ribbon cutting. So thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you. Director Forbes, you're starting us off. Other directors? Yeah. I, I just too want to say congratulations. I think uh, um, what was said was really apropos. And I just want to add that after talking with you, I know that you're going to continue to do things for your community. And I think you're going to have a positive impact there as well. So thank you. Thanks. Director Shaw. I'll jump in. I just want to say, you know, Dennis, I've really appreciated the your calm and dealing with very tough challenges. I started on this board, I think it was summer of 2018, which we had the grand opening and then <laughs> the, the, the beam issue that came up. And uh, through all of that, you know, you've been incredibly calm dealing with all the different pieces of, you know, the reviews and then the actual repairs and all of that. And so it's been, uh, you know, comforting, I guess, sitting in this seat, knowing that we have folks who know what they're doing, which, you know, with you at the lead, uh, on actually addressing those in the physical space of, of the building and making sure that everything is safe and open to the public. And so, um, you know, certainly want to say thank you from, from my, my seat and uh, the great work, and I appreciate that you're staying on to help us with the last little, you know, bits, but of course, uh, congratulate you on the next phase and uh, look forward to seeing what that takes you. Thank you. Thank you, Director Lipkin. Director John Baptiste, anything? Okay. Vice Chair. 
Sure. As as the member of the, as the representative of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors here, I would like to congratulate you on having um, uh, survived that gauntlet, and um, and that's uh, the least of your accomplishments. So um, thank you for all that you've done for uh, San Francisco and for the TJPA. Thank you, Vice Chair, and Dennis. Thank you and congratulations. And um, if you would like to engage with some coyotes, you can come over to my place. We have a back. You know, so it's amazing what you've done in your career and, and I guess you're counting days, but best wishes and congratulations. And it's amazing that you've managed to go through a construction career of that accomplishment scale of projects and still have a lot of hair. <laughs> it was a different color, but uh, <laughs> I used to have a lot of hair. <laughs> But you've done some amazing things. Feeling so attacked this morning. <laughs> Bald, member of the Board of Supervisors. Anyway. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you and congratulations. And having spoken with a lot of people in my profession that have retired, there's a freedom that comes with stepping away and having choices what you want to do when you want to do it. So congratulations on being able to have that choice with your family and the legacy you've left here in the community in San Francisco is going to last for, for many, many generations. And that you can live with and sleep with and share with your family. And your, it just goes on and on. So thank you and congratulations. Thank you very much. I really appreciate all the, all the good thoughts. Thank you. Did you want to say anything? Oh, I don't get emotional. And, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wasn't prepared. And I probably will get emotional. But um, no, Dennis has been great. And I... We have been through some challenges and some great times, highs and lows, and we've um, come out on top of everyone. So thank you for all your dedication, and I look forward to being in your shoes very soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think um, the board said it well, but in particularly the last comment of the work that we do as civil servants um, and the commitment that we have, and it, it lasting for generations, and our families. Um, I don't want to say paying the price, um, supporting us through those, um, those uh, difficult projects. Um, it's, it's great that, that they can see what you've left behind. So thank you. Thanks. Before we do public comment, Deborah, would you like to say anything? Because it's really a team effort. I mean, what we do is a team effort. It's a lot of us working together. Thank you for the opportunity, and um, Dennis, we have worked together for a number of years, and uh, I, I can confirm that you have a very gentle, persistent way of pestering for what you need in order to... <laughs> uh, I think the accounting yeah. team is laughing at me. To advance um, the public's interest. Um, and I really appreciate that about you um, and your good nature uh, and dedication to this project uh, and, and your joy that you bring to it. So thank you. It's been a pleasure to work with you. Thank you. Have a comment? Yeah, we do have uh, someone online. I will check and see. Hey, you should stay up here. Stay up. Stay up. Stay up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we <laughs> should. Uh, Not yet. Not yet. Uh, check and see if there's anyone in the room that wishes to provide public comment. Uh, seeing none, we'll go ahead and uh, let the caller online in, moderator, please. Caller, please state your name. Your two minutes begins now. Hello. 
Hi, this is Jim Patrick. Uh, sorry, I was called away. I want to say to Dennis, well done, and uh, we're going to miss you. Thanks very much. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Okay, thank, thank you, you for all the public comment. Item for action. Motion to approve. Thank you, Director Shaw. Second. Thank you, Director Lipkin. All right, with the first and the second, go ahead and call the item, making it official. I'm going to enjoy this poem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste. Aye. John Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw. Aye. Shaw, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. And Chair G. G, aye as well. That's uh, six ayes, and uh, item 10 is approved. Congratulations, Dennis, and thank you so thank much. Thank you for the support. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, back to the next item. All right, uh, director's item 11 is, the, um, is authorizing the executive director to execute Amendment number three to the professional services agreement with the law firm Safeworth Shaw to provide legal services related to phase one construction closeout, increasing the total amount of the contract by $4 million for a not to exceed total of $12.4 million, uh, making an associated transfer of $4 million from phase one program reserves and making a $20,570,000 amendment to the FY 2023 capital budget for phase one to accommodate the contemplated legal services and recent reasonably anticipated claims settlements. Um, but with no changes to the overall phase one program budget. And uh, we are happy to have Ron Alameda of the City and County of San Francisco, Department of Public Works, Director of Design and Construction for Phase One uh, with us to present. Uh, good morning, directors and staff and, and public. Uh, yes, um, Ron Alameda, Director of Design and Construction for the TJPA Phase One. And I'm um, glad to be back in this room and joining everybody uh, in our endeavor to close out phase one. Um, Michael McKeon with uh, SafeArt Shaw is here to answer any questions uh, you may have as well as Dennis. And speaking of Dennis, if I may take a, just a second to acknowledge such a great partnership going on almost seven years working together to wrangle this uh, project together. Um, a few of our own coyotes, I think, we had dealt with. Um, but it's been just a pleasure to work with him uh, for nearly seven years, and I'm very appreciative that he's going to be sticking around, hopefully not too much longer in light that we're trying to close out this project, but I, I really enjoy working with Dennis uh, immensely. Um, Again, into the agenda item, um, pretty straightforward. I think you'll all recognize that it's pretty much the play out of the plan um, that has been articulated to you over the last few months uh, or a year in terms of addressing issues um, to close out phase one, uh, whether it be settlements or, or otherwise. Um, and I, I think it was summarized well on the agenda, not to, to read off of it, but it's essentially three um, actions, one of which is increasing the contract for Safe Fart Shaw by $4 million um, to give us capacity to keep uh, the motions that we have in play uh, moving forward. Um, um, reflective of that, it's moving um, $4 million from reserve over into um, the, the legal uh, bench. And then um, lastly, the third action is just a, a, amending the, um, the this year's capital or um, capital budget uh, to reflect these moves. So I think you'll recognize it as kind of a natural play out of what's been articulated. But 
as I said, um, Michael's here to kind of get into the details, but strategies haven't changed. Um, we are um, um, moving forward. We have a all-day uh, session tomorrow and mediation to try to keep things going. And uh, like I said, I'm going to enjoy a little more time working with Dennis, but hopefully not too much longer. Um, with that, I'll take any questions. Ron, thank you very much. Directors, any questions? Okay, not seeing any. Any public comment? All right. Uh, any members in the hearing room wish to provide public comment? Seeing none, we'll go ahead and check online. Apparently does not appear to be any members of the public wishing to provide public comment on this item. Motion to approve. Thank you, Director Shaw. Is there a second? Second. Thank you, Director Forbes. All right. With the first and the second, uh, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director Jean-Baptiste. Aye. Jean-Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw. Aye. Shaw, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. And Chair G. Yes. G, aye as well. That's six ayes. And item 11 is approved. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. it. Very well. <clears throat> Go ahead and call your next item. Yes. All right. Item 12, Directors, is the San Francisco Peninsula Rail Program Executive Steering Committee update and status for the Downtown Rail Extension Work Plan schedule. And Michelle Bouchard, uh, Caltrain Executive Director and uh, <laughs> ESC chair will provide the update followed by Alfonso Rodriguez, uh, product director who will provide the status of the schedule. Great, Mila, thank you. Chair G, directors, uh, really great to be standing here in person. Um, before I start on my remarks, I did wanna congratulate Dennis, um, you know, his dedication to the program and you know, his, his stunning achievement is a real inspiration to this next phase um, and it's just so Glad to hear that he has such enthusiasm at the end of it. We hope that we will have the same enthusiasm when we start seeing Caltrain EMUs coming into the train box and high-speed rail trains soon after. Um, so last month at the ESC meeting, we received a presentation on the DTX quantitative risk assessment, which evaluates project risks based on the project's risk management plan and risk register. The assessment, known as the QRA, because we all need another acronym in our lives, generates a range of costs against the probability of those risk events occurring. The QRA is used to inform the amount of contingency that should be carried in the project's cost estimate. It was a year ago this month that the downtown rail extension was admitted into the project development phase of the FTA's New Starts program. Since then, the integrated project management team has delivered on the accelerated work plan that has successfully guided the project to this point, where we'll soon reach our next milestone in February when we will request entry into the engineering phase of the New Starts program. The project team is nearing completion of the documentation and various management plans to be submitted in February under the FTA grant guidelines. As we discussed at the meeting, uh, San Francisco's passage of Prop L and the team's hard work developed a funding, to develop a funding plan, uh, they have us in a much better position to meet the 30% non-CIG funding required to request, request entry into FTA's engineering phase, as Executive Director Van de Water mentioned in his, in his remarks. Next month, staff will bring the 20-year financial plan to the ESC, which includes the capital and operations and maintenance costs and anticipated funding sources for the project. This item is scheduled to be presented to this board in February, along with the request to authorize its submission to FTA. 
It's been quite a year for the project, and I look forward to working with you next year towards ensuring the downtown rail extension meets its regional delivery commitment of bringing Caltrain and later California high-speed rail into the downtown San Francisco. Um, that concludes my remarks. I'll turn it over to Alfonso, but before I give the microphone away, I did want to wish everybody a happy and healthy holiday season um, and uh, just have really appreciated being a part of the program this year. Thank you. It's on the desktop. The presentation should be right there. Uh, do you want to? Yes. There you go. There you go. Well, good morning, uh, Chair G members. Um, I wanted to point out a few near-term activities because this presentation is not that different from the one I delivered last month, but um, there is a lot going on. And besides the rebranding item that you're gonna hear later today, um, next month, as pointed out, we're gonna be bringing before the board, well, actually, uh, this is an item that wasn't discussed. We'll be bringing before the board um, for adoption a CEQA addendum to the 2018 Supplemental EIR. Now, this addendum assesses the environmental impacts of the configuration changes that were brought before the board last year from the phasing study and the accompanying um, operational analysis. Now, there is a corresponding NEPA action, and we're coordinating with FTA Region 9 to complete that co component. But um, in the meanwhile, we'll be bringing this action to you next month. The DTX infrastructure relocation item at the rail yard is a new item on this look ahead, and it's an agreement with Caltrain that addresses the operator's engagement in the management of the infrastructure relocation design work that is to begin shortly. Um, this agreement will need to come before you in advance of the master cooperative agreement that we'll be presenting to our respective boards later this summer. Um, and we're working very closely with Caltrain and their staff in developing that master cooperative agreement. Uh, this component of work, that the design work for the, the rail yards uh, DTX infrastructure relocation is a component of that enabling works program that I mentioned to you some time ago that includes utility relocation and site demolition. This work needs to be completed before we have our uh, heavy civil contractor mobilize and begin their tunneling and excavation work. Our team is also working closely with our agency partners at Caltrain and CTA to complete the project's 20-year financial plan that you heard Chair Bouchard mention. That'll be brought before the board next month and to this board in February. And it is a part of the submission to FTA in February where we will request entry into the next phase of the grant. And that's a request to enter the engineering phase. The rest of the items listed on this look ahead are all in process and will be brought to you um, largely within the timeframes presented, I hope within exactly those timeframes, uh, either as informational or items for action. I do also want to point out that at present, we've begun our monthly engagement with FTA and the PM uh, Project Management Oversight Consultant um, in advance of them receiving all of this documentation in February. And I think it's very helpful to have them getting up to speed and um, so that when we hit, when February rolls around, we hit the ground running on their review because the work plan is an aggressive work plan. Um, none of this could be done without the cooperation of the talent and commitment of our agency partners. So I did want to call that out and let you know that 
you know, it's working. These guys, these folks are committed, and it makes things a lot easier to get things done. So anyway, that concludes this look-ahead presentation. I'm available to answer any questions you might have. Thank you, Alfonso. This is a great look ahead because it does show accelerated work and the role of this board in helping move this project forward. <clears throat> I'm trying to not say DTX because we have another item coming yeah. because <laughs> at the last time we say it. So, but thank you. Directors, questions? Before I thank conclude, you. Vice Chair Mandelman, congratulations on Prop L and thank you to the voters yeah. of San Francisco because it's a big deal to help this work plan move forward. So congratulations yep. and thank you voters in San Francisco. Public comment? Yes, um, we do have a member online. Do we have anyone in the room prior to going to um, the caller? Seeing none uh, in the room. Moderator, can you go ahead and let the um, caller through? Hi, caller. Hello again. Hello again, uh, Directors Roland Brown, San Jose. Um, I have two quick questions for you. And the first one is whether a secret addendum is appropriate, given that the project has changed since the 2019 supplemental EIR. So the question is whether an addendum is appropriate or whether you need to open up a new EIR. Um, and the next question I've got is regardless of whether we're going ahead with an addendum or uh, an SEIR, is whether these documents will be recirculated for uh, public review and comments. And these are my questions. That concludes my remarks. Thank you. All right. Thank you, caller. Um, moderator, uh, that concludes members of the public that wanted to address you on that item. Thank you. All right. you. We'll go ahead and move into your next item. Director's item 13 is approving the downtown rail extension, rebranding plan <laughs> of a new name, marks, and tagline as approved for recommendation by the Executive Steering Committee under the terms of the San Francisco Peninsula Rail Program Memorandum of Understanding. And Lily Magispu, TJPA Communications and Legisla Legislative Affairs Director, will introduce the item and uh, Jenny of DNA Consultants to present. Good morning, directors. Um, my name is Lily Madges Wu, TJPA Communications and Legislative Affairs Director, as mentioned. I'm joined today um, by Jennifer with joined today by um, Jennifer Wall of DNA and Associates, Project Manager on um, the rebranding for DTX. Today, you'll receive an update on the proposed rebranding for DTX. As you'll recall, we presented this item to you in September, at which time you asked it to further refine the tagline that would accompany the proposed name for DTX and recommended marks. Today, we are presenting the refined tagline along with the recommended name um, as approved by the Executive Steering Committee at their November 18th meeting. Jennifer um, will now um, provide the presentation as I pull it up. Thanks, Lily. Good morning, directors. I'm Jenny Wall with DNA Communications. Um, as Lily mentioned, oh, we first pre presented to you in September the proposed new name and accompanying marks for the rebranded DTX. The rebranding effort started in spring 2021 and has involved input and feedback from a broad group of stakeholders, including TJPA's CAC, ESC, MOU partners, and members of the community. 
Just to refresh a little on the background, the objective of the rebranding effort was to select a new name for the DTX project that would more clearly convey its regional, statewide, and national significance and reposition the project to, more, to strategically engage diverse audiences more broadly. Um, we sought a name that would spark new interest in and public support for the project by strengthening associations with its far-reaching benefits, including mobility and economic benefits, uh, as well as environmental and community equity benefits. The name should highlight the DTX as a project that's a critical piece of the larger transportation plan for the region and mega region. And finally, it should help build a foundation for long-term support from key stakeholders and the broader Bay Area public. And so with that tall order, um, next slide. The recommended new name, The Portal, resonates with diverse audiences as future forward and positive. We see the name The Portal as an entry point for sparking larger conversations about the many ways in which this project can be transformative for the region. This slide shows concept images that we associate with The Portal. People on the move, future forward rail transit, brightly lit stations, and Bay Area destinations. The portal signifies being literally transported from one destination to another in a seamless connection. The portal also symbolizes an opening up of possibilities and opportunities for the region, from mobility, speed and connections, economic growth, access to jobs and housing, community equity and climate goals, and, founda and foundational next generation rail. Next slide. This slide shows two versions of the portal, proposed name and mark, that were presented in September. On the left is the vertical treatment, a black circular mark um, with two rays extending out from the center. Most people perceive these beams as the lights of an arriving or departing train, possibly through a tunnel. Uh, the mark uh, provides intuitive context that the project is a rail transit project. Uh, on the right, the horizontal treatment uses that mark as the letter O in the word portal, also playing off the P in the TJPA logo. The mark is unique and distinctive and together with the name feels modern and future forward. It adapts well to collateral and signage and was designed to pair nicely with uh, TJPA and partner logos. With the strong name and bold mark, the feedback from the September TJPA board meeting was that the portal needed a more refined tagline to really complete the name and mark. Next slide, please. This slide identifies the criteria we developed and that was used in selecting a proposed tagline. The tagline should ground the new name and mark concretely in the what and where of the project. The portal is a rail transit project. The portal is San Francisco Bay Area based and the portal is of statewide transportation significance. The tagline should possibly connect the name and mark to project benefits. The portal is future oriented and the portal connects our communities to jobs, to opportunities and to each other. Finally, the tagline must be meaningful and compelling to local and national audiences. The challenge was to select a hardworking tagline that met several technical criteria while also being accessible, meaningful and memorable to a broad audience. I'd like to note that the tagline does not need to explain the whole project, but it should spark interest and open the door to engaging with different kinds of messaging around the project. Next slide. This slide illustrates the range of taglines considered um, from the many options. 21 are listed here um, of many more that were actively considered. 
uniting the Bay, connecting California, emerge from the many options as best meeting the criteria that we set for a tagline. Next slide, please. This is a, another snapshot of some of our creative process uh, for the most recent tagline development efforts. Next slide. Um, this slide again shows the portal name and mark, but this time with the recommended tagline set directly below the mark. The words uniting and connecting are in bold for emphasis and visual distinction. Uniting the Bay, connecting California, grounds the project in the Bay Area, speaks to statewide significance. Uniting and connecting are both literal functions of the project and also speak to its broader economic and social benefits. Finally, the name is memorable and resonating across diverse audiences. Thank you. I'll turn it back to Lily for next steps. Thank you, Jenny. In conclusion, we recommend that the board approve this new name along with its elements. Upon approval, we would take the following steps. Updating our DTX project fact sheet as listed here and develop a frequently asked questions to reflect the new portal name using a new key messaging plan. Um, along with that, developing a, an updated community presentation with the new brand and look of the portal um, to tailor to diverse audiences. And of course, this would be done in coordination with ESC MOU partners on key messaging and timing of outreach to leverage existing partner channels. Um, this will be integrated into a mini awareness campaign that will kick off sometime in spring 2023 and um, to generate goodwill and build association between the new name, uh, new brand and project benefits, align um, it with key project milestones, including um, any grant awards that we hope will come soon. Um, so we, uh, through the approval of the rebranding of DTX to the portal, we can leverage and build upon this new name to help raise awareness about this very important project as we continue through the Federal Transit Administration's capital investment grants process and deliver on this project. Thank you. Um, this concludes our presentation. We can take any questions you may have. <clears throat> Thank you, Lily and Jenny. Thank you for following up from the September meeting. Really appreciate it. So directors, Executive Director Randwater. Directors, if I may, um, Director Tumlin um, was one of the vocal advocates, and you'll r recognize some of the language in the tagline as being of his origin. Um, as he was unable to be here today, and that was an announced absence, we did have a chance to brief with him, um, and he was also supportive of the direction here. I just wanted you to be aware. Thank you, Executive Director. I suspect Director Tumlin had some uh, leaning in on this, so thank you, Director Tumlin, for your assistance with other directors? Seeing none? All right. Oh. Or? Yeah, I have just a very practical question. Uh, in speaking about it, do you uh, prefer that we talk about it as the portal or the portal project? I guess it depends on how you say it, but um, it could be either uh, the portal project, because sometimes we say DTX by itself when we say DTX project. Thank you. We'll have some information for you, as of course, as we transition into um, the use of the portal, and we have some time during this holiday season to do. So we'll have a style guide presentation. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like, we do have Brandon style already. No, no, please. No, I'm not requesting. <laughs> Careful, you ask. Other, other right. thoughts or comments from directors of not public comment. Okay, uh, no members in the pub in the uh, hearing room wishing to provide public comment, but we do have a member online moderator. If you could please let the caller in. 
Good morning. Um, my name is Anthony Nachor, and I am calling on behalf of the Citizens Action Committee of the TJPA, and I definitely commend um, Lily and the rest of the team for finally creating a wonderful and meaningful um, tagline for the portal. And I truly believe that the new port, uh, the new the new tagline. Um, connecting the Bay, Uniting California would be a wonderful tagline to keep, especially that it is a unique tagline that most people will easily recognize. But I truly hope that the, um, that the new logo, the portal, will be flexible and adaptable to suit you know, many events, for example, the, um, the, the tunnel portal can be made into a technicolor, um, you know, like a design for LGBTQ events, for Christmas events, and for other related events, so that it can have a human face to a project that seems to be long awaited and very deserving for the region and for the state of California. Thank you. Thank you, caller. We do have a couple more members of the public wishing to provide co public comment. Moderator, will you let, let the next caller in? Uh, good morning. My name is Mark Odell. I'm a current CAC member, and I'm here in support of the new tagline, and I think it's very beneficial that it includes California high-speed rails tagline as well. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Moderator, next caller, please. Hello again, uh, Directors uh, Roland Urban in San Jose. Um, I personally have no issues uh, with the new tagline, but I'm experiencing serious difficulties establishing a nexus between the tagline and the new name for the DTX. Um, I'm also concerned about a potential conflict um, between the portal and Link 21, which has strong brand recognition in Washington as a project linking 21 Bay Area counties um, into the 21st century. Um, thank you and uh, happy holidays. We call this Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year where I come from. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Moderator, will you let the next caller in? Hi, directors. This is Mike Rieger, Deputy Director of the East Cut Community Benefit District. Uh, as a partner organization working with the TJPA on delivery of programs in Salesforce Park and issues around the Transit Center, uh, we feel we are a neighborhood advocate organization for all projects in this neighborhood. Um, and we feel like this new branding, uh, the portal, uh, and the tagline, Uniting the Bay, Connecting California, is a great solution for helping the public understand what the DTX project entails. Um, and we feel like this new name uh, should be adopted by the board. Thank you. Thank you, caller. I believe that concludes members of the public that wanted to address you under that item. Very good, thank you. Directors, this is an item for action. What would you like to do? I'll make a motion. Thank you, Director Forbes. Is there a second? I'll second. Thank you, Director John Baptiste. All right, with the first and the second, uh, Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste. Aye. John Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. 
Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw? Aye. Shaw, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman, aye. And Chair G? Yes. The aye as well. That's six ayes and item 13 is approved. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you. Directors, that does conclude the business before you today. Uh, the best gift I can give our directors and the staff is the gift of time. <laughs> and with that, best of the holiday season to everybody. Be safe, be well. Look forward to seeing everybody in the new year. Thank you. Meetings adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you.